George Kirkpatrick, Inspiration for the Nation, celebrating people we feel good about. Tim Penix is the co-chair of the Micron Community Engagement Committee, also vice president of the SUNY Educational Opportunity Center or the State University of New York Educational Opportunity Center. And he's also uh, a partner with Inspiration for the Nation. Thank you so much, Tim, for the partnership over the years. And so this week was the second uh, of the Community Engagement Committee meetings. And you got a big update for us, Tim. What's going on? Well, yesterday evening, we had our second, as you mentioned, uh, open public meeting. It took place at the most. Um, started at 4.30 and ended roughly around 7, 7.30. Um, I would say we had over 200 people that attended and were able to, in small groups, uh, discuss much of what the priority document um, would be looking like. And what I say is provide their input on how and what they think uh, this priority document should have as priorities. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that we have encouraged is that that's our se second open public meeting. We've had a number of uh, interactions outside of the open public meetings um, from one-on-one -on -one interviews to small uh, group discussions. At this point now, I, I believe, and that number is changing as we speak, I know that, um, we've had over 200 surveys completed within the community. And we don't want to even come close to stopping at this point because there's a lot more people in our community that we feel need to have some type of input of what they think this priority document should should have in it. Um, you know, the, 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 the key points that the document is looking to get people's input on are the investment areas. And those investment areas that we've been looking at are education, workforce, and job opportunities, MWVBE, and that's Minority Women or Veteran Business Enterprises, and small business. Also, community development, housing and recreation, healthcare, child care and capacity building, and a sustainable and equitable infrastructure development. Those are the five areas that we are looking to frame this priority documents around, and we want to hear people's input on what they think are areas that should be included in under those five like umbrella key points. And this document then one of the, once it's completed, is this given, is this what the, the community is saying that this document represents our priorities for investment and the investment is by whom? The investment that we are speaking and what the community engagement committee is really looking to develop this priority document for is a $500 million uh, fund that has pledged amounts from Micron of $250 million and Governor Hochul, New York State, through ESD, of $100 million. Now, I do no math. I know that I was say. $500 million. Right. The, the rest is a targeted amount that they believe will be able to be raised okay. through multiple sources um, to fulfill that 500 million commitment. But everyone needs to understand that 500 million is for 20 years. It's not that we're going to have 500 million. All of a sudden, this is just going to be allocated out, you know, within the next two or three years. It's a 20 year kind of, uh, of commitment with a thought pattern that the priority um, document is going to be the framework. It's going to be the template that will at least set it in motion. 
So, um, so if you look at those five areas, Tim, and let's say healthcare is the number one, does that mean that all of the resources from the $500 million will be prioritized for healthcare? Or will, does it mean that uh, the majority of it, like how, 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 how would we see this broken down uh, in real terms? In real terms, I believe that will be determined by the two funders that have established the funds. Okay. What the framework is designed to do is to provide to them, here is what this community believes are the priorities that you should be investing in. Mm -hmm. And then those particular funders will have the ability to say, yes, we will fund in this direction. We may fund in this direction. But by all means, I don't want to give the impression that whatever that priority is, that these funders are going to say, we are going to fund all of that. Funding okay. That. Mm -hmm. um, it's a framework. It's a framework. It, so if there's like a top five, mm -hmm. then within those five, we might see some investment along those lines, or maybe not, if you will. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, you know, the, 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 the great thing about what we're seeing is most of the input isn't really out of line with things that everyone feels we need to be investing that in. That we've been talking about for years, right? Absolutely. Like Childcare, right? Child food care, insecurity, infrastructure, economic housing, development, so minority, yes. yeah, business yes. development, business, all of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this just allows everyone to kind of provide some input. And what I've noticed that I think is very uh, empowering and insightful is what we're gleaning are ideas that can be addressed by other entities. Mm-hmm. The not the you know the five hundred million, but just information that is very valuable, at least for myself. Now again, the you know the the the, the benefit of getting everyone to share is everybody has a different version and thought, but some people are much closer to it. Um, and I've learned some things that I think are going to be very helpful for me within this position um, related to you know potential opportunities for people for employment. Like right now for childcare, there is a distinct need for childcare providers. And how do we at least try to develop that pipeline? But one of the things is what was mentioned to me, and I and, I, and again I haven't had time to really research it, but I do believe it's true. Is there going there needs to be some type of uh, salary adjustment for childcare providers? Right. And I think we're going to see that in a number of different areas where that information is going to be insightful to maybe address some areas without necessarily going into a five hundred million dollar whatever fund that might be available at the time. So the good, the the new, I don't want to say the new wrinkle, but uh, if you weren't able to attend the two public meetings so far, there's another way that you've identified for people to participate. Absolutely. Um, you will see on the screen a QR code that you can scan and it'll take you right to the survey. Right. And you can complete the survey online. And in the um, meantime, hold up the card you got right in front of you. Okay. We can see it. Yeah, there you go. Yes, that yes. that's gonna be. I mean, it. I'll put it close enough that you might be oh, can't deal with it the way we have it. But either way, this will be a QR code that you will have on your screen. Yeah, and it will provide for you an ability to share, ability to submit a survey, an ability to oh, I forgot something. I like to submit another idea. Um, and one of the things that was mentioned yesterday that I would encourage everyone to do, um, is to take that survey and sit down with your children mm -hmm. and ask them, what would make this a better place to live? Mm -hmm. Because when I start talking 20 and 25 years, 
I do believe maybe 25 years, George, you will be sitting here doing this. But there's a reality that many of us will be in different stages in our lives, and the individuals that we will be talking to as children will be in leadership roles and we'll be able to look back and say, I had some input, some uh, way to contribute to what I'm now seeing. Well, um, so I encourage everyone to do that. Uh, the, the survey takes only four minutes to complete by yourself. If you take with your children, it may take a little longer because I think, you know, there needs to be a little bit more dialogue. Sorry. Yeah, well, no, you're good. And I, I just hope, Tim, and this is what, you know, you, you've lived here in upstate New York um, most of your life, all of your life, right? And mm -hmm. so what we hope is that there have been many different ideas that have been generated over the years. And the hope to me is that what the community says its priority is lines up with how the the funders will seek to to make that investment sometimes it's misalignment or sometimes for promises are not fulfilled and i i always bring that sort of syracuse you know we've seen this picture but we know that there's a tremendous commitment here governor coco governor governor hoko micron the community engagement committee and the depth and breadth of the 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 kind of public input that you're seeking so uh, we're, we're confident. And, and we're hearing that. And again, living my life in central New York, it is just something that is always there. Right. Um, and, and again, we I think we were a little hotter on ourselves in central New York. because I think that is the case in many places. Yeah. Um, and if you think of cities that expanded during our lifetime from, you know, very little to big or maybe having been a, a, a city in the then going down, but going up like Atlanta and other places, they probably had that too. I would also say there was probably skepticism with the Erie Canal, <laughs> skepticism <laughs> with a number of things, and that's a natural thing. The right. only thing that I will say is, and this goes to a sports analogy, is you can't make a shot if you don't shoot it. If you don't shoot it, come on. <laughs> so you can sit on the side and say, I don't know if it's going to happen, and you can do it for a while until you decide you want to get involved. Yeah. But I would say that it's just for everyone, take the opportunity to share your thoughts. There are no guarantees in life. I will not say that. But from all that I have seen and observed and even researched, it looks like we are in the road to a major transformation in central New York, um, the equivalent of something like the Erie Canal. Yes. So we have the second Micron Community Engagement Committee meeting with Tim Penix, who's the co-chair of that meeting. Now, uh, in addition to the public gatherings, uh, there is a way that you can participate online. Uh, we had asked that you email the last time, but now we have a QR code that takes you right to the survey. Uh, I guess you can still email if you want, but the QR code is a lot more easier. You just aim your phone, you go right there, and, and, and it's a done deal, and you fill it out. Uh, I like the idea of filling out with your family, uh, but that doesn't mean that you have to just do one, I guess, right? You can have it different times because you might have different opinions that, that come up at different times. So uh, Tim Penix is also the vice president of the uh, SUNY EOC. And uh, Tim, you've got some things happening there uh, that we want to let people know about. Absolutely. Um, after 10 years, uh, we will plan to start renovating um, the Syracuse EOC on 100 New Street in the spring of 2024, uh, we are looking to have a 
completely renovated educational facility that will have state-of-the-art workforce development labs, state-of-the-art academic classrooms with technology for the community of Syracuse, um, the, the students and the faculty and staff and the employers and all the things that I think are needed in this particular city, because I again, I'm lifelong Central New Yorker now, um, to help provide opportunity. Um, I will be sending you yours, hopefully they'll be able to get in time, some renderings that you can show that will kind of give a little bit of insight to how the center will look. Again, they're renderings, but it does provide, I think those who have seen the center now, a transformation that I think everyone will appreciate. Well, uh, look, you got some competition over there because, you know, Syracuse Community Health and, you know, <laughs> they, your, your, neighbor, know. your neighbor across the parking lot is, they, they, they've in a sense thrown down the gauntlet, Tim. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's like anyone else, when you look across the street and not only do they always mow their lawn before you get a chance to mow their lawn, now all of a sudden they have a brand new facade and a brand new uh, house. And we're hopefully uh, going to be close or along with them very soon. Yeah. And, you know, isn't it fabulous that we're seeing uh, a neighborhood, uh, South Side neighborhood or near, I guess, do you think you're in downtown or South Side? Where you, where, where you think you are? <laughs> well, if, I, if I'm talking to everyone outside of Syracuse, I would say I'm in the downtown area. But I'm talking in Syracuse, I'm on the South Side. Right, uh, right. You know, right. at some point, I think, and again, kind of connect related to what we were saying before transformations that are going to happen may change all of that. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> because, because literally you are downtown, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a, a parking lot away from what we would consider the downtown, literally a parking lot. Uh, I, tried to hit, I tried to hit with a Frisbee one time just to prove a point. But <laughs> <so hard. laughs> we right here. We're not right. <laughs> on, you know what I mean? But uh, I think uh, I, I, uh, the, the the tracks are right. The, the railroad, and actually, you're before the railroad tracks. I'm before <laughs> the railroad tracks, we are right on the edge. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which people would say, "Oh, that's the other side," but no, um, it's exciting. Uh, you have some renovations happening, uh, and it's really uh, one of the things I was saying about that when I was looking at the um, the Syracuse Community Health, which will be open any day now. Uh, um, you look at the residents of our community, particularly in underserved neighborhoods and underserved populations, which you serve, uh, deserve first-class, state-of-the-art facilities in their neighborhood where they can walk to. Uh, and I think that that's uh, a beautiful thing. And so uh, we look forward to the renovations that you're going to be happening uh, let people know that the you know you're still open classes you're still having classes people can call uh, and get uh, the information Tim just give us a, a sentence or two about uh, the eligibility and who's who can take advantage of the many, many programs and, and a brief uh, a brief outline of some of the programs you offer okay um, well all New York State residents are eligible to come and use the EOC um, as far as eligibility goes, it depends on the program and the academic assessment that will come for most individuals. And there is a financial requirement depending on the program. But other than that, 
we are a state-funded organization. So if you are in New York State, you're eligible. If you have come to New York State for various means, you are still eligible um, because that's what we're designed to do is support the community. Um, as far as programs of note, um, we are, have traditionally been a where you place where you can get your GED. We have healthcare programs. Um, CNA right now is being put on hold just because we're looking for a faculty member. If anybody's a nurse, an RN that has teaching experience, please reach out to us. Um, and other programs that we have had is medical billing and coding. Uh, we have we have working on advanced manufacturing. We're working with Lockheed Martin. We have programs associated with National Grid. We have a number of other different programs that are related to the construction field. Because again, as the EOC's goal is to provide academic and workforce preparation, and the workforce preparation is really um, focused on those opportunities in our area. And right now in New York and Syracuse, we have 81. We have the Micron plant. We have a number of other construction-related efforts. And out of that will be a number of other manufacturing opportunities. Um, so that's it for now. But we will continue to develop new programs based on the need. And obviously, you mentioned 81. How will your building be impacted by the 81? Because all the housing, you're abutting all the housing that's going to be impacted for sure. Yeah. Um, can't tell you that for sure yet. I know that, you know, the the, the biggest item is that we'll be going through re renovation while 81 will be going. So that's where you're always wondering how that will be impacted. I have not heard anything negative yet, but I always have my concerns. Um, where we will be located, because when we will renovate, we will have a temporary site that'll be posted. Right. Um, and it's very close to where the EOC is now. So, you know, I could I can hit that with a Frisbee. <laughs> um, but all those things being said, you know, sometimes to have progress, you have to go through a little bit of trials and tribulations related to um, the good things that will come about out of 81 and the other renovations and constructions in our area. Well, and I want to shout out Tatiana Parker, who was a former student of this Absolutely. Syracuse SUNY EOC. Okay. And I believe either she completed or she's on her way to getting her Ph.D., Last I heard, she has completed it. And if Let's I'm go. wrong, then you can blame me. There uh, you yeah, go. She has her PhD. She's one of our uh, many alumnus of the EOC there in Syracuse. Helen Hudson, Sam Roberts, um, all have been alumnus of the city of, excuse me, of Syracuse EOC. Brandis Pearson. Brandis Pearson, absolutely. I can't forget Brandis. Yeah. You know, that's a good thing when you start forgetting people because you're trying to think, you know, on the fly. But it's, absolutely. It's EOC, a beautiful thing has had alumni, not only from students, but faculty at one point, because that's the history of the EOC, many of the black faculty that we know in SU have told me they started at the EOC. You know, from Mike, uh, I was about to say Michael McDonald, David McDonald to a number of them all said the EOC was their cultural hub back in the 60s and early 70s when some of them came into the city. Um, so, and, and, and our story is not that much different than many of the EOCs throughout upstate New York. Um, now you got me thinking, I got to now shout out some names. Bill, the late Bill Harper. Absolutely. Shelly Williams, Elvis yes. English, right? Yep. And, and many others uh, who who worked at EOC helping students uh, to, to really bring uh, the opportunities. Uh, and, and, and the result is now you got folks walking around here with their PhD started right there. So uh, 
if you want to get your 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 groove on 315-472-0130 that's the uh phone number to call and yes. we uh you, you can get your uh get yourself started on your journey with that being said uh tim Penix doing double duty here as the vice president of the suny eoc and they're located 100 new street and of course as part of the micron he's the co-chair of the micron community engagement committee along with our dear sister melanie littlejohn and they had their most recent uh community meeting this week and now you can also contribute right from your desktop uh with a qr code that if you're listening on the radio uh where can they find that qr code um at this point right now i will i will send it to you for the yeah. exact uh, uh link to find yeah. this qr code yeah because um, i don't know that off the top of my head right now but well, i will we'll get it to him yeah get the qr code that will at least be able to be seen with this well i tell you what they'll do they'll go right to the link on this video on you youtube know. and they'll have it uh and if you're listening on the radio just go to uh george kilpatrick inspiration for the nation on youtube look for this video and we will have it right there for you how about that simple as that all right tim listen have a uh, great rest of your day uh, and keep doing the good work in the community. Thank you, George. You as well. Inspiration for the nation.